It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Me. I hope I deserve this. Truly, I do. I hope I'm wrong. Goodbye, old friend. Lord Varys, I, Daenerys of House Targaryen, first of my name, breaker of chains and mother of dragons, sentence you to die. Tracaris. survived the long night and now we have got to survive the bells no i don't believe that game of thrones is doing a notre dame reference i just think they named the episode before that poor building burnt down and talking of buildings burning down boy there was a lot of that in this episode uh i'm joined as always by matt the king of the north hello matt hello how are we i'm good and i am as always gary the last of his name we start really this episode uh, let's let's sort of reset on where we were so this season we've already had the long night as i mentioned we've already had the battle against the night king in the last episode they really built up cersei as the end game boss but it seems now like the book end game boss is within well uh, or... no what i was going to say is normally game of thrones you will have the big episodes be like the penultimate episode yes which is what we got here really wasn't it in the bells we got another seven or eight main character deaths yeah um i i I don't buy into this idea of a final boss really well no that we need the final boss i suppose it's more the human story at this point isn't it i think you you got the final boss thing with the Night King, and now it's all about sort of what Game of Thrones has always been about, playing the game and play, you know, battling for the throne. And I think that's why they've put that front and centre in the last few episodes, and that's why in the last episode after this, there'll be 
it will be intriguing to see what will happen and we'll give our yeah. predictions at the end. Oh, yeah, we will give our predictions. And a lot of people have sort of uh, linked this episode to the scouring of the Shires, which was not part of the Lord of the Rings films, but was part of the Lord of the Rings books. It's like... I, was gonna, I was going to say Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's the Shires. I know that much about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but I think it's kind of like where after the big endgame battle, there's still this ep- traumatic episode where Sauron basically pretty much... Is it Sauron? Yeah, Sauron decimates yeah. Uh, the Shire by burning it. So, And we know that George R.R. R. Martin was heavily influenced by... No. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Get, get away. No, I know. It's, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. Uh, I, and he didn't just have the extra R in his name for the fun of it, you know. Uh, so should we start this with... The, the sort of the build up with the stuff with Varys and everything like that is that a good place to start? Yeah, so, so in the last episode, Varys began to hedge his doubts about uh, Daenerys, and, and that, that came forefront when he was when it was revealed to him that Jon Snow was the actual true Targaryen heir to the throne. Um, and, and, and it all went very quickly, I thought, but I mean, you know, we are only six episodes of this season, so mm. I mean, some things do have to progress quickly. Um, but but yeah, Varys was kind of outed as someone who didn't uh, respect. Uh, they say he was a traitor, but he sort of he he wasn't really doing any plotting. He was just saying out loud that he and and he, and he was proven right, really, wasn't he? And I, I well, I he thought, was. I mean, that's that's the, that's the one thing is that everything he sort of said came true, really. I mean, why, you know, as I say, Varys is 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 one of my faves because. Because he he was he, he knew what was going on, didn't he? I suppose the the big thing as well is that he did write to someone about Jon Snow's true parentage. But who do you think that is? Because there's not many characters left now who don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, anytime you're writing a letter, you know it's got to go via a maester. Uh, so there, there's some theory that he could have been writing to the Citadel. But then what can they necessarily do? Yeah. He could be writing. Sam, knows, he, he, Sam he, knows about it already. Sam's that, the one yeah, who... Sam. He doesn't know what she's planning to do, but he does mm. know about the parentage. I mean, he, he's heavily linked to people in Pentos and Essos, so maybe he's writing to someone there. Do you really think that's absolutely was something that's going to get revealed? What, was it an Essos S? Nice. Letter. Nice. Um, <laughs> what was uh, your question? Sorry. Do, do you think it, do you think it's going to matter who he was writing to? And at the end of the day, he burns the letter. Know. He never no, sends it. That was the second one. He was writing another one. Oh, it was right. a different letter he was burning when they got him. Right. So the he first was writing, letter had gone. He was writing a letter, wasn't he, when the little girl came in, and then he had that oh, bit with yeah. Jon Snow, and then he was writing another letter that he burned. Hmm. Unless it was the same letter, I'm not. Well, sure. that's true. I mean, it could be, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I just don't know that they're going to close off everything. Davos mainly. Davos doesn't know. I'm Davos sure. doesn't know, but again, what can Davos do? I mean, you, you, if you're going to write a letter to somebody, it's got to be it. someone yeah. that you think has the capacity and ability to do something yeah. about it. Yeah. Maybe Sansa, but then Sansa you know. already knows. All so... the Starks know. And all the other important people are dead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Varys' death, I, I really like that little thing with him and Tyrion where he said it was me and he says, I hope I deserve it. I hope I was wrong. I thought yeah. that was all really well handled and I've loved the Tyrion and Varys relationship. Um, yeah, that, that was quite a touching sort of little bit when he sort of grabbed his hand. And... But Daenerys got a point as well that 
he was the one who told him in the first place. Well, I think I think it came out. I think I think they're trying to sort of they're trying very hard to show that she's mad, and I, you know we'll come on to parts later where they're they're definitely pointing towards it. But also, partly what she's dealing with is slight logic at this point. Is you know if you betray the queen, if you don't love me. Then I've got to put. I've got to use fear. You know, she's she's yeah. in a war. I mean, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, she did terrible things," but she's trying to overthrow a horrendous tyranny, mm, and you can't being, you can't yeah. walk up to the gates of the castle and go, "Excuse me, please, could the queen just uh, abdicate the throne, please?" That's not that how things week. are done. They did that last week, though. Yeah, that's well. Look what happened. <laughs> uh, um, died. Um, but, um, yeah, and I suppose the two things are that a she has basically lost everyone now, hasn't she? Apart from she lost two dragons, she lost Jora, and she's lost um, Masandi. And yeah. plus, as well, someone put up a clip um, from a couple of seasons ago where it was Elena saying about all the all the kings yeah. I've have ruled by a fear, and it's obviously something sort of twigged there. So that's the sort of the bit with Varys done anyway, before we sort of started the big battle. Yeah, and before we start the big battle, we learn that uh, Jamie was captured trying to mm. get through the lines. Uh, he'd obviously set off from King's Land, sorry, from Winterfell to try and get into King's Landing. And in a real mirror to, um, I think it's about season four, where he sets Tyrion free uh, so that Tyrion can go and kill his father. Uh, he, uh, Tyrion repays the, uh, the favour and sets Jamie free with the mission that he says, you've got to get you and Cersei out of there. I'll get a dinghy or a boat uh, placed at a place and you must ring the bells inside, which is where the bells comes from, obviously, for the title. You must ring the city bells. Mm. Uh, now, what a lot of people are picking up on is the only time the bells have been used in the past is to announce the death of a king. Uh, so three times it's been used in this show, the death of Robert Baratheon, uh Tommen and uh, Joffrey. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. Isn't that worrying? Uh, it was a nasty piece of work, though. Um, so, do you feel that bringing? Ja- I mean, obviously, Jamie had a big part to play in this episode. Big part to play in this episode. Do you feel there was a need for him and Tyrion scene again? They went for. A very I liked scene. that. Yeah. No, I liked all these little touching scenes. It almost felt like they were building up to Tyrion dying because he had all these little scenes. I suppose he had all these little scenes with other people that were die- You know, you were the only person who didn't treat me like a monster. I really like that. Yeah. I, I think that's you know, Varys and Jamie are the two people really who have cared for for Tyrion throughout the series. I suppose you Sansa to an extent. They've had they had quite a nice little relationship as well but these are the two people jamie cared for him throughout childhood varys sort of protected him to an extent throughout the series well, yeah varys took him you know over to essos yeah. you know uh, you know when he didn't have to when it was when it was you know difficult for him yeah yeah i mean bron's the only other one but again bron was only inspired by money so uh, I yeah don't know bron's, call that a, a, a relationship. bron's chilling somewhere now we don't quite know breaking <laughs> his bow waiting for the right moment well he hasn't yeah. got many hasn't got many uh, many lannisters left yeah. to kill um so yeah so and the other bit i suppose we saw before the battle was Ayer and the hounds sneaking yeah, into I, king's landing this was weak i would have liked to have seen a little bit of and again six episodes i know i would yeah. have liked to have seen a little bit of Ayer and the hound on the way down mm. just something you know even running into the wolves you know that she's or, or jamie well, that's right. Yeah, you could have done something just for them to turn up and go. I'm I start. Oh, I've got a trip with my captain, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, you know. But uh, again, you, you, th- th- you there can't are some do things... everything, Gary. 
Now, you can't do everything. And there are some things in this episode that you've got to slightly suspend your dis- your belief for of how Jamie gets into the castle, how the Hound and Arya get in. You know, there, there are things you've got to sort of allow to well, be I fictitious. We... I, I think you knew... Um... I'm, I'm sorry, I've lost my train of thought there. I think you, they brought up how Jamie got into the castle, didn't they? They did a whole explanation of that with Tyrion. He said exactly how to get in. No, 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 no. The, the, oh. the, he, he was explaining how to get out. Oh, right. He was explaining that if you go down, down deep into the things, which he did then do with Cersei, or was trying to do before they got, you know, before everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, just... Wouldn't any of the Lannister guards have recognised the Hound even with a uh, even with a hood over his face? I suppose they're not looking out for it. No, they they were a bit preoccupied and a bit so, stupid as well. I well, that's right. We we come on to the beginning of the battle, and basically the last thing you see again is this kind of war council, and all of a sudden, because of probably the death of Miss Andy, and she hasn't got many people left around, a Grey Worm is now on the inner circle yes. of uh, of deciding what to do, and he's ready to take arms and, and with Jon Snow and Davos, you know, lead the, the Northern Army against the castle. And uh, Daenerys kind of says, well, you wait for my signal. There's a bit of confusion over this because she says, we'll do it at dawn. Uh, well, first she says at dusk. Not, not, in, not, in, not in dawn. At no, dawn. at dawn, sorry. That and must then, be confusing when you live in dawn. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> um, it's dawn in dawn. Um, imagine if you named dawn as well. Good grief. Um, <laughs> Uh, and there's a little bit of confusion because, of course, the scenes we're coming on to require the sun to be at its highest, which doesn't happen at dawn or even in dawn. Uh, I'm confused myself now. <laughs> um, so they have this little war council and Tyrion does get this bit in about said, look, if the people inside are going to re- they're going to they're going to revolt, they're going to they're going to turn against Cersei. If they've seen that if they sound the bells, they're they're retreating, they're resigning, you know, they're giving up please stop if you hear the bells. And that's that's quite key, that he manages to get both uh, Daenerys and Grey Worm to agree to that, and he obviously brings it up in front of Jon Snow as well. So now we get the face-off. Now we find out why the Golden Company are worth all that money. <laughs> well, I suppose at first you get you get the bit where she... Where, I mean, Daenerys shows that one dragon is all you need. What do you, what do you think? There's been some criticism about this in terms of what happened last week with the, with the... What do they call the big arrow thing? Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Oh, gosh, I don't know. But uh, scorpions. Scorpions. The scorpions taking down the dragon last week and then completely dodging all of these arrows and everything this week. And, I suppose the taking... thing from last week was they were had the element of surprise. They didn't know they were coming. Plus, the dragon was already wounded and injured. Yeah, okay. It was, you know, they were slow. And I, I suppose I, I, the other they thing... They could is... have done a better job of it. I do yeah. think that. Um, I think that of a lot of this episode. But I suppose I can buy into the fact that if you don't know what's coming around the corner, it's, it's harder to miss. If you know what's going to happen. And I think the clever thing was from Daenerys was coming from above in the sunlight meant that the element of surprise was on her hands and those things take mm. a long time to reload and reposition um, was the key thing 
and I suppose as well um, that she was controlling the dragon, wasn't she? Whereas the one they brought down last week, she wasn't riding. No, that's right. No, what? No, Jon Snow wasn't riding it. No. Yeah, it was. Too, and it, and yeah, I, I, I can get that. I, it was clunky, but I think I can. So that's it. the Iron Fleet down, and Euron has has jumped off his his boat. Yeah, I really could have done with him dying then, I, but you know, there you go. Really could have been one being roasted by uh, by by Drogon. That would have been a more fitting end than the rubbish we got. Um, so she turns her attention to blasting the castle from the inside uh, against the Golden Company, who basically scatter and die pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, all that money, no elephants. I'd ask for a refund if I were. I hope Cersei kept a receipt. Uh, I'd ask for my money back. Yeah. Well. Uh, I suppose we see now, I mean, I, I, I did feel that this was a bit of a red herring in the situation of, you know, not much has been said about the Golden Company throughout the whole series. And then all of a sudden, oh, here they are, the greatest fighting force the world has ever known. And I'm thinking, really, you're going to introduce a, someone like that right at the end? And then I suppose they did manage to bluff us and, you know, Daenerys was, you know, taking down the, the walls of the castle. This feel all quick. a bit, yeah, and I, I can see the criticisms that some people have had of this episode that, all these bits of setup they've had, and it's just oh, we're just gonna you know destroy you all with the with the dragons basically, and with the dragon. We did get some nice uh, re- sort of it links back to prophecy. So uh, Daenerys's um, House of the Undying prophecy with a dragon going over the city. We saw that the shadow of the dragon, and we did in some way see the idea of people walking through snow actually because it was ash. Um, that someone pointed out to me that actually ash and snow look pretty similar, not temperature-wise, but obviously in look. Yes. Uh, so we did get some prophecy reveal. Um, I mean, let's cut to the chase. The, 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 the army of the north and the uh, unsullied and the and surprisingly still some still Dothraki. some Dothraki. Yeah, what's have... on this Dothraki, aren't you? Well, only that you know, have they have they produced children in very quick times or something? There's been seems to be a couple hundred of them. I think we just um, sort of missed them coming back when. Yeah, the, must have done the, the, the long night. Um, or there must have been another flank somewhere that didn't get going. Yeah. Um, they sort of pile into the city and they're going through not only the what's left of the Golden Company but also the Targaryen. Sorry, not the Targaryen. I do apologise. The Lannister army dressed in red. Nice that they dressed them in nice distinct colours. So hmm. the People were. I thought that was a an interesting. You like that, did you? I did. Yeah, I like to know. You know that yeah. uh, Jon Snow. What was interesting was that um, uh, everybody sort of starts going in. Um, really, I mean, what they're going for here is the fear of the people and everybody of the dragon, isn't mm. it? They're, they're going for the fact that that uh, she takes out all the scorpions. She's got the biggest nuclear weapon that anybody can ever have, and it's proving to be absolutely destructive to the point where. You know, even Kyburn is like, it's time to go. It's time to get out of here. And that was the kind of first sign, wasn't it? When Kyburn is like, look, you know, our men aren't going to really. Do. And Cersei was quite adamant. Oh, no, our men will defend till the end. They'll die for me. And you kind of knew at that point. I kind of picked that. I kind of called that bit where all the um, Lannister soldiers put their arms down. I, I kind of thought that was a bit telegraphed. Yeah. Um, and that's really the sort of the first part of the battle is this kind of like, well, you, you've won. You, you've beaten the forces, you've beaten the army, and your your men are inside the you know the castle. They're not at the Red Keep. They're not where Cersei is. But you know you you have defeated the troops. And the, really... and I suppose at the same time we've got bits to Cersei sitting atop her tower with with Kyburn and Kyburn saying 
or this has happened, but we've still yeah. got this. But no, this has happened. Yeah, t- t- yeah. T- <laughs> Cersei was like, maybe someone will come from the east. You know, maybe the ships. Were- no, they're all burnt. No. There was some talk on online I saw about her possibly having a another a backup plan with wildfire, but that obviously hasn't happened. Because mm, we saw all the wildfire as well, didn't we? Which I quite well, liked. Exactly, yeah. I suppose they, they managed to swerve you a little bit by showing you some preview shots of fire, but you didn't know whether it was where it was coming from. Um, how do you feel about how they handled the next stage? The, the very next stage where... Where she with, sort with, of decides to yeah, kill you, the you innocents. See, yeah, you see the kind of showdown between Cersei and Daenerys, although it's kind of what looks like being at least 100 metres to mm. 200 metres away. Was that, that the fear it is line? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think? What about sort of Daenerys's decision to yeah you know, kill the, everyone? We'll call this we'll call this the madness of Daenerys bit. I mean, this is truly. I, I suppose I think you get the you see the grief in her eyes, the decision, you know, everything that's been said to her throughout the series, everything that's been done, and I think you know the recent losses she's had. I think she's thought, screw everyone. Let's just burn this place place down. Yeah, I mean, really, this is the point where she loses her moral compass. She talked about mercy. This was the part where she lost it. And and she began to burn the city. So the armies of defeat, you know, and the bells have been sounded. Someone gets up to do the bells. Mm. The Tyrion's walking through the, the part where the castle's been breached. And he's kind of thinking, okay, the bells have been rung. You know, we can start to retreat. We can start to take over and He's hoping yeah. that Jamie and Sir, Ger, Cersei have made their escape. He probably knows he's going to die. Because he's, yeah. he's probably going to know that it was him that set Jamie free. And he knows he's going to die. Probably, you know, that feeling. But then then the real horrific bit starts. And it is... I, I would call this... I would call this almost more as, as horrific as the Long Night scenes. Because yeah. it is the burning and killing of absolutely innocent people who were just uh, in the wrong place. And I suppose premeditated, whereas with with the White Walkers, you know, most of them are, you know, just zombies, aren't they? They're under yeah. the, the the say-so of the, of the Night King. They're all ruled yeah, by they him. they don't have but, a choice. Yeah. Whereas here, you know, you've got a woman who had the choice, you know, people, she's saying, we surrender you know, let the people live, and she was like, no, screw it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and she basically systematically... Now, inside the castle walls, we do have Jamie, who wasn't able to get into the inner circle because they closed the gate, um, and he finds a separate way sort of to, to sort of find his way around. And then you have, as you say, Arya and the Hound. Now, the, the real reason that they're here is the Hound feels that he needs to find his brother, uh, and Arya feels she needs to kill the Queen. And, and the Hound kind of implies... Kind of gives the wisdom that I believe Ari has been waiting for, and mm. the only reason that I think she didn't die die in this episode as well was this kind of almost kind of like a mini redemption story for her of like you don't need to do this, you know you have you know he well, the line that I liked is revenge I've been doing revenge all my life it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't take you anywhere or some lines like that and do I do you I want thought, to end up like this look at me. Yeah. This is what revenge. This is what the face of someone who's wanting revenge or their life looks like. Yeah. And I li- I like the fact that she actually used his his first name as well when yes. she said goodbye to him. Sandor again. So he, she just called him Sandor, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because throughout the whole show, everybody always called him Clegane or the Hound. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so apart from possibly Ian McShane, I don't know what he called him. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't around shout- that long. Just, just a shout out to Ian McShane, who was in three episodes. Um, three or two? Maybe two. Yeah, I'm pushing it at three. Maybe his body was in three. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you see them sort of fighting their way. Well, not fighting. They're trying to get to. Uh, you know, the, the castle. And they're trying to now avoid, obviously, the dragon. They're trying to avoid other people. There are some moments with guards. I mean, Jon Snow at this point, is he's he's accepted, you know, the resignation of, of the soldiers. But, of course, uh, Grey Worm decides that once the castle, once the dragon attacks, then he's going for it too. And, you know, brings out his spear, ta- his, uh, his very good spear uh, fighting tactics. Um, no helmet or, or protection for uh, Grey Worm. He's, he's you know... Throwing well, he, to the wind at this he, point. D- he doesn't need to. He hasn't got anything going on downstairs. Oh, you, you mean, sorry. Uh, yes, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, or upstairs, <laughs> no. But yeah, I did I did like him in this episode. I, I, I yeah. wouldn't say he would make yeah. my actor of the episode, but I do feel like they portray, not having the helmet and not having the protection, this kind of random killing machine, I think did show that, you know, he, he, for someone who wasn't supposed to get involved with someone like Masande, he did, and, and you know, and he, he mm. just show that. I still feel you would. I still feel you. You know, you should have killed him off in the long night, but you know, that's that's my view. Yeah. Um. So John decides to try and sort of thing, but of course, as people are coming towards him, he's still got a sword and he's still got to protect himself. Again, I saw some people online moaning about the fact that he was still killing people. Well, if people are coming at you with a sword, you can't just plead with them and say, "No, no, no, I'm going to stop." You've got to. This is a battle. You've got to protect yourself. Um, you know he's definitely got to be around for episode six. So I can understand him doing that. Yeah. Um, where do we go next? I think next is Jamie and the awful well, scene. Or what, is it Plagain Bowl? Well, I think this is first. I think. What Jamie, Jamie and what Jamie and Euron. Oh yeah, sorry. So Jamie that. finds yeah. oh. Jamie finds the boat that uh, he he's been left. Uh, I'm going to, again, say that maybe if uh, if uh, Tyrion thinks that Davos is the best smuggler in the world, I would have looked for a slightly better boat. Um, and then a bigger boat. Yeah, well, maybe something a bit more substantial than that that's going to get you across the uh, the iron, you know, going to get you across you the, uh, the narrow sea. But um, they find it, and Euron uh, decides to wash up on shore uh, at this point. Um, this, to me, was one of the worst things I've ever seen on Game of Thrones. Um, this was an unbalanced, well, this, 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 this whole bit, yeah, this whole fight scene, fight. It, yeah, this whole fight scene and you're on delivering a, a final line when no one's around. I just found this ridiculous and, and just confirms to me that they really have ruined Euron um, for me. Uh, and I'm kind of glad that they haven't done some of Euron's the other... Euron's just been coming on as a bit of a sort of pirate though, hasn't he? He's just like well, a really it. hammy performance by Pilo Asbeck. This sort of, you know, almost sort of Jack Sparrow esque. Well, that's the thing, and that's that's just not Euron. But I mean, I know you know the book and show thing. But even yeah. you know, even in certain episodes, you know, he showed promise. You know, so he confronts Jamie, says that you know she's my she's my girl now, basically, or you know, I, I I'm the king because I I got with the queen. Okay, Papa Lazarus. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I I got with the king because I'm I got with the queen, and um, Jamie and her him fight. Uh, he stabs Jamie a couple of times, but only sort of flesh wounds. And eventually Jamie sticks a, a sword through his stomach and sort of tries to watch him die, but then realises that he's got to find a way back into the castle. Uh, and Euron delivers his, well, at least I killed the Kingslayer. Mm. Or Jamie Lannister. Jamie which is, Lannister. Which is, 
completely unnecessary. The, like, I am the man that killed Jamie Lannister. But who is he telling? He's telling the camera. Yeah, well, stupid. he's sort of saying it to himself. I didn't find that stupid. I, I He nah. seems like a bit of a man who, who would do... The character would just say that into the ether. I didn't have an issue with that, really. All right, fair enough. I did, but we'll, we'll agree to disagree yeah. on that one. Um, the Euron character is so cartoonish to me. And yeah. I think that's, that might be your issue, is that you've read the books, you had a certain image of... The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. You're on, and, and they yeah. take a different direction, whereas I, I didn't read the books, and I'm just taking this year, this sort of swaggering pirate type at sort of face value. There's so much more they could have done with Euron. And, and the storyline that they came up with is not going to be Euron's in the book. He's already... You know, there's already been sample chapters from the next book revealed, and it's different to the story that we get. So that that kind of. But I think that's you know that's a book and show thing that I know yeah. a lot of people struggle with. Uh, where do we go from here? I think at this point we are seeing the beginnings of Plagueen Bowl. Yeah. Now, for those uninitiated, un, un, this has been a, a fan theory for a number of years, pretty much since the sort of early seasons and early books that uh, the Hound and the Mountain would be uh, facing off against each other. Now, the Hound has had several. Uh, tries at this and, and failed and uh, in early series you know, they, they, they never seem to be in the same place at the same time um, and, and he kind of confronts Cersei Kyburn and the mountain on the stairs that are crumbling and sort of calls out the mountain and, um, and, and kills Kyburn for getting mm. in the way uh, his own, his own um, creation killed him because he was the one who made him in the first place wasn't he that's right Re- yeah the real, the real Frankenstein him. and Dr Frankenstein yeah. moment yeah yeah uh, I did kind of like this, but I did think some of it was a bit far-fetched, but I liked, I mean, the battle scene goes on far too long, in my opinion, but I mean, it's interspiced with other bits of action. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I suppose it is showing you that, I suppose it is showing you how both of them are double tough, yeah. you know. And it but got I, a genuine laugh from me when, when he, uh, the hound was... Won't you effing die or something like that? Yeah, I don't think I, I mean, you know, I did like the fact that he did the little thing back to, uh, again, the earlier series where he killed the Prince of Dawn, putting his fingers, thumbs in his eyes. Mm. Uh, I did like that little, little thing Pulled back. back. Yeah, so that, that was nice. But I did feel like, and also revealing his true face felt a little mm. bit Star Wars, Anakin Skywalker at the end of yeah. Star Wars. Um and, but you know, I think it did sort of portray portray a decent fight. I think it did give a reason for Cersei to escape. I think it did yeah. genuinely help the plot run along. Yeah, definitely. And and I think the sort of taking each other together for the Hound and the Mountain sort of worked. I mean, the Mountain really wasn't alive. No. Anyway, was he? But the the sort of those two falling off together and perishing sort of made sense for that. They're, de- for they're their definitely role. dead. Yeah, they're definitely dead. Uh, yeah. No, no chance. Yeah, you don't, you don't survive that. I think both of them were blind anyway. So, mm. uh, so thanks to uh, thumbs and swords and eyes. Mm. Uh, this gives Cersei the chance to escape. She's down in sort of like the the lower parts of of, of King's Landing, 
And she, this again was a little bit strange. She's automatically, she's funny enough, reunited with Jamie all of a sudden. I don't think yeah. this quite betrays the chaos that's going on that they could then share this tender moment of chance. Yeah. And I didn't really sort of... I don't know if they were trying to make you feel sorry for Cersei all of a sudden. A little bit, I think. Yeah, just this sort of final fleeting moments of humanity before she died. Reminded me a little bit of... Um, you watched Lost, didn't you? Not all of it, but yes, yeah, some of it. Oh, did you watch the last the la- the last season? No, but don't worry, okay. spoil it. It's I was out just there. gonna I was just gonna say it reminded me of when Sun and Jin died in in Lost. Oh yes, that, I have. They're sort that. of were reunited. You know, they'd been apart for several seasons, and they were literally just reunited, and then something caved in on both of them, and they died. Right. It was very similar to this, apart from they weren't brother and sister, but you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Um, yeah, Jamie and, uh, and Cersei share some moments. Cersei tries to say, show her. And it, we revealed that, that she confirms the baby is still alive and hers. And Jamie's, sorry. Of course, it's hers. Um, or obviously, we don't know whether she's lying, but you know, you would feel in that moment it would be silly to lie. You know, you're already pretty much dead. Um, so I feel like there was, there was, uh, um, as I said, I liked the fact that you gave her a reason to move to go. I just felt like. Chancely coming on, Jamie, you know, meeting Jamie and finding a, a, a attempt at a way out wasn't wasn't a fitting death for such a nasty character. No, and and there was so much sort of foreshadowing about how she might die and all these theories. You know, you have that theory about the mountain and things like that, and and to just sort of via debris without having the satisfaction maybe of seeing another character kill her. You yeah. know, she was tangentially killed by. Daenerys' ransacking of the city. Yeah. But, you know, she no nobody had that satisfaction of killing her. And I think I, one of the theories was Jamie was gonna kill her and you know he sort and of And I didn't I didn't know how he was gonna react when he uh, saw her. I mean I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I just um, can I just put in here a joke that I heard that I really liked online that um Jamie leaving Brienne after after taking her virginity was a one night stand. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, it's two nights because they're both nights. But you know, I'm yeah. not going to quibble. <laughs> um, uh, the other, the other part here is that this does uh, betray the Maggie the Frog prophecy, which the show did do. Uh, they did a little uh, cut scene at the beginning of one of the series where yeah, they that was her... really important, wasn't it, with the witch? Yeah. And, and, so and... the prophecy was that her, she will she will not outlive her children, uh, which mm. did come true. Uh, and the second. Oh no! Part you was... mean she will? She will outlive her children. Sorry, yes, she will outlive her children. Sorry, my mistake. And that she will be killed by they. They use the word the Valencor, which in in um in Valerian response to little brother. So everybody was assuming it would be either Jamie or Tyrion, uh, and it was neither. Uh, and she died, as you say, Trent. Use, use that word again. I liked it. Is it tangentially? Tangentially. Nice. That's my word of the day. I don't <laughs> normally have one, but I like that. <laughs> uh, and and I think. You know, I don't think that me as a viewer of Game of Thrones for however many series and episodes got a satisfactory ending to mm. that character, really. Yeah. I, I, you know, and, and changing her right at the end to this kind of, you know, uh, woman that was, you was know, that, crying. I don't know. I just didn't I, like I it. I think everyone who died in the long night sort of died for a purpose and had a sort of an interesting death there. Whereas here, 
the death sort of range, didn't they? From yes. like the hound and the mountain, I think had the death you expected, sort of finishing each other off. You know, like Kyburn had, I, I suppose, the death fitting of that level of character. Varys but it was a bit had, quick. Yeah, but I suppose it was sort of almost comedic. Varys had his little moment at the beginning. I think yeah. it sort of suits him, and he had his little, you know, what I don't pre-death speech. I suppose last words. Um, but this, for the the magnitude of the characters, both Cersei and Jamie were just sort of this sort of falling their their castle falling on them. I suppose it was it's, almost like a, me- a big metaphor. But it's a bit too them. it's a bit too subtle for what the show is. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the show that gave you the Red Wedding, the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't, think I don't need similes. I want, Under, I want, you know, underplayed. I suppose rather yeah. than subtle. It's not subtle. No, say, it's not it's, subtle. It's, un- it's, it's, it's not as right. elaborate. Underplayed is the best word. Yeah, underplayed. Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. I, I understand exactly what you mean. Um, and I agree with you. And to equally an extent, for Jamie but, as well, like, here is yeah. a character that that hasn't just gone, well, okay, but, he's, he's gone 720. Yeah. Uh, he, he's gone the 360 degrees away from the character you saw in mm. the first series, you know, this brash you know, arrogant knight who was, you know, uh, having an affair with his sister behind the king's back. He redeemed himself through his actions. He he found someone who was willing to love him for who he was. And he decided to go back to the woman. Uh, I suppose the thing is, did he sort of, I don't think the character fully changed, but I think he realised that he, his heart lay with, you know, it's sort of the things we do for love, which I suppose is the line that he used when he pushed Bran out of the window, the line Bran recited back to him. He yeah. is his one true love. You know, he still, you know, say helped save the living. He, he, I think he is a good man with a misplaced sense of love. No, 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 that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, um, you're a good man is the, uh, is, um, uh, Theon Greyjoy, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, he is. I think he yeah. has redeemed himself, but he's still got this. You know, she's his um, Achilles' he's an heel for her. He's, he's an addict. She's his Achilles' heel, even yeah. though he he's not bad. And I think he was trying to sort of write that off when Brienne was saying that to him last week, because you know he could kill, You saw him kill Euron on his way way in, and Euron was like the the, that, the snaring bad. You, I don't a, think attacked he, him, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's a niggling point. Yeah, I don't think he betrayed the character that had been built up, but I think it was believable that he wanted to save Cersei and save his child as well. I suppose he's he. I think that that has to play into he it. Never he never showed any. He never showed uh, any interest in any yeah. of the other children, though, in my opinion. Okay. So I don't. I don't buy that as much. But I. I, I certainly understand what they're doing with him, but I, again, I just don't feel like this is a character that I think should have made it to the last episode and, and mm. had some sort of. Well, okay, so what would you have done with Cersei and Jamie? Well, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I have a better alternative no, okay. yet. I don't, I don't think I, I need to watch the episode again. I think okay. I need to think about it a bit more. So I, I can't comment on that yet. Okay, Dick. So, so where do we go now? Well, I think, I think Jake's. really that towards the end of the episode, really we're focusing on Arya. Yeah. Uh, firstly, she's trying to sort of get people out of King's Landing. So there's groups of children with mothers and she's did... including someone from Line of Duty. Yeah, I was going to say, did you notice that you did? It was a different she... haircut but I she did She was the, the woman, she, she's got very distinctive features, hasn't she? She was the woman who was like Anna Maxwell Martin's right-hand woman who got 
fired after she served the wrong reg notice. Well, no, no, she didn't, she didn't get fired. She asked for a transfer, oh, and yeah. a hell of a transfer she work. got. <laughs> she, yeah, to to uh, to King's Landing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I was wondering why Aya wasn't just parkouring her way out of the debris after all the all the stuff she did in Bravos. Yeah, and also it became slightly unrealistic the fact that she would get out. So I mean, she managed to get. Uh, free so many times, you know, of falling debris or people, that it just began to feel a little bit like, you okay, saw, clearly yeah. you're not going to kill her, so just let her get out. But you saw her do it, you know, she could have been jumping across the walls and all that, you know, you saw yeah. her do that. In, in she's she's got all this, tra- and I know you've mentioned this previously, you know, she did all this training back then. And it's not really been. It was used a little bit in the last series, maybe you know when she well, did she the whole. Well, she did it for like five thing. minutes in the in the night in the long night where she got mm. this weapon and then she lost it pretty quick. Then she had the scene well, in the library. And I then, mean, the, the and stuff then the killing in, of the Night King is really the, the only time she's used her training. The training, I mean, is all the stuff in 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 Bravos with the jumping. No, I agree. I'm saying those, those are the, the only three examples. And the changing of the faces and everything yeah. like that. I felt she could have at least sort of jumped away out of King's Landing a little bit, you know, scaling the walls rather you, than getting you, almost getting trampled. Well, you've just given me an idea. I mean, they showed that scene at the beginning with her and the Hound walking through, and you're thinking, does nobody here recognise Aya Stark? Clearly not. But couldn't she have had a face? A what? She's grown up a bit since she was last there, I suppose. Sure, but like, you know, I've just thought, you've got a method by which this girl can walk through crowds mm. unnoticed. Why not use I it? I think they a were budget. a bit... Pre- yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think they were a bit preoccupied, though. But no, I know exactly what you mean in terms of let's use let's use this, what she's trained to do. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so And she... I agree with you. The parkour would have, you know, would, yeah. have, would have made a much more convincing way of getting out of things. You know, it would have been much more, oh, yeah, she can do this. So therefore, she is going to survive. And then we got um, Arya the Horse Whisperer. I think before that, I, I oh, just okay. say as well, you said you didn't think she would die. I was thinking, what if they do kill her off? Because then that gives John a real impetus to to, to lay into Danny, well, doesn't you, it? In the last well, episode. no, you, you say that there is no way that Danny or John knew that she was inside. I thought about that and I thought, yeah, but actually then he can say well I had no idea your sister was going to be there and but, neither did you but she I suppose she would represent the innocence or you know if you hadn't have done that burning then then none of these people you know mm. she wouldn't have been and and do you think as well what, do you think there's other survivors or is she the only person because it's a no bit I, I, I don't believe she will be the, no I don't no. believe she's the only survivor I mean you know I think I think you've seen how vast the city is but it's, it's going to be a decimated city. I, I think there will be other survivors. I don't think there'll be any named characters that you can fall on. I mean, I don't think of anybody who was in King's Landing who's not dead. Uh, yeah. Other than you know, who started off in King's Landing uh, from the top, from the, um, the, 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 the Lannister side. So I think, yeah, you, you, she's going to get out in order to tell John what it was like in that fire. She's going to be able to put the human story. She's going to say, I saw children burnt alive. You know, I saw families. She's going to make John realise that Daenerys has gone loopy. Um, so I, I think that's why you've survived. I didn't get the bit with the white horse. Do you have any feelings on that? Do you feel There was a good couple of minutes spent on her just staring at a random horse. Who's, was... It was someone's horse, wasn't it? It was Harry, uh, the same oh, horse yeah. with the Golden Company. The Golden Company horse. horse. So yes. maybe that's a, it's, a, it's a decent horse. This is the, the one thing... 
that the Golden Company provided to the plot is this. Yeah, as a decent horse that won't fu- that, that doesn't run in the sight of Dragonfire. No. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and just it was. I mean, again, I would have bought this scene if it was shorter and a little, or earlier in the scene. It would have given her a way to get out of the city. But I suppose you had to have her witness the atrocities to really to sort of bulk up the next episode. Um, or where you think the next episode is going to go. Any other thoughts on, 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 on anything? I mean, I've, I've kind of gone, I've not really touched a lot on what Daenerys did because once she sort of gets the evil turn and, and, yeah. and she, it's basically just a lot of burning and a lot of fire and a I, lot of building. I, I suppose yeah. a, bit of, a bit of Jon Snow in terms of, you know, he had the one scene with Daenerys before the battle where he was like, you're my queen, is that all I am to you? And then his various sort of reaction shots as he realised what was going on. There was yeah. a lovely little um, meme on Twitter of the um, the Mitchell and Webb sketch where David Mitchell's playing a Nazi and just says, oh, yeah. are, are we, we the, the bad, bad guys? guys? <laughs> yeah. And I, <laughs> that... I, I, I do think that, you know... <sighs> I, I don't. I mean, you know. Well, so let's let's move on to the next episode. Let's let's have and that I think conversation. It's, it's a sort of theme of of blind loyalty in a way that you know, um, John and Tyrion both think. You know, we've seen so much going on. This might mm. Daenerys is the solution, but she may well be just another problem, and it looks like she is. Uh, certainly, I mean, I've I've seen the preview for the next episode. It's not that expansive. No, it doesn't I, give away seen, anything. I've seen it. it. It's basically a shot of of the Dothraki and the Unsullied inside the uh, what remains of the King's Landing and her sort of. Uh, you don't see any shot of her sitting on the Iron Throne or anything um, in the preview, but you would guess that that's going to happen. Mm. And I think what we're going to get. I, I, do you feel like those characters from the north will come down or have? I any, don't know. I mean, I, mean, I just, I just don't know where we're going to go in this I've next heard, episode, really. No, and I, I, I like that in a way. I like not knowing, but I, I don't know. I, I would expect you to see something of Sansa or Brienne or so. I don't. I honestly don't know what to predict. I think, I, have we got like maybe sort of three predictions for next week's episode? Should we do? Or I All think right, one yeah, is a good idea. Tim, First one, I think Tyrion's going to definitely die. Do, do you feel like he's going to get Dracarys? I don't know, but I think he's... Or do you think he... he's going to... I personally feel like he doesn't die, but he's just going to go. He's going to realise that the Queen has changed. He's not. He's the hand of the Queen, but he doesn't want to be. I don't think he's going to see a play for Jon Snow, and I don't think Jon Snow's does... going to make him hand of the King. I think he sails away. I think he's the one that that, that, that does the kind of the sail to the east, mm. you know, and, and, and just escapes. Okay. So my first one is T- Tyrion dies. What what about you? Have you got a first? I I feel like... Um, see, a lot of the things that I thought were going to happen have now been ruled out. Like, you know, the thing with Cersei and the mountain. Yeah, okay. Naya. So w- what with what's left? What? Okay, then one prediction. So I've got Tyrion dying All right. at the hands I, I, of De- I still Daenerys. Feel... I still feel like Bran has a part to play. Okay. Whether it's a case of they receive the letter that uh, Varys sent, and let's say it goes up to Kings uh, to Winterfell, he then walks to see what's happened at King's Landing mm. uh, with his crows, and they then set off to confront the Queen. You know, I mean, it, and, and maybe we can go back to this part of you know uh, there is something you know Ned talked about it. The original King kickoff for Robert Baratheon's war was that um, Starks went down to plead for Lyanna Stark's release and were both burnt by the mad King Ares. 
Mm. And you could do something like that. You know, Bran and, and Sansa could come down and appeal to the Queen, you know, you've done these things, you need to think more. And she just basically says, right, Dracarys, you know, and, 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 and repeats it. You know, you could go for something like that. So that's what I think. Maybe you will get Sansa and Bran and, and Brienne, uh, those left coming down from King's Landing. Mm. What about, I uh, maybe, I don't know, killing Daenerys or doing something, something has to happen there, doesn't Because I don't think, have those two had a proper scene together? No, um, I, certainly the way Aya was looking at Daenerys gives you the strong implication that, yeah, there's going to be some sort of confrontation. Mm. You know, she's going to well, want her to know I was in the middle of all this. You, yeah. you are a sick person. Mm. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, Aya's got no thoughts about the Iron Throne. No, she didn't no, no, particularly no. didn't. And she didn't particularly want John to have it either. You know, when she was confronted with the news, she wasn't like, well, we must do everything we can Although, to sit you on the Iron Throne. Has this now changed her? Because she's, Possibly. You know, the Hound's words about revenge and things like that. And, and But this is still know. revenge. I mean, this mm. is still, you know, it's still powered by revenge. I, I really... What, the only other thing I can see for Ira is that she, Ira is that she tries her best. She realizes that it's a, and she just basically says, "Okay, well, I'll take Gendry up on his offer." <laughs> I don't but think I really she's going to take think, Gendry Again, up I don't think. Off. I don't think like you know. I'll go and teach him how to use knives and forks. Uh, you know, I, I just don't again feel that that is a fitting ending for this character who was in the first scene. You know, in the first big scenes of series one. You know, some of these people have got to have fitting endings, whether it's death or whether it's happy ever after it you, you can't do the middle and at the moment i feel like we're getting the middle a lot mm. and i still think maybe at the end there's no one sitting on the iron throne i'm thinking that more and more now i'm thinking you know john's D- daenerys i don't think he's there at the end i i think the, the thing is is that if john wants the throne a he's got no, to convince let me it. can you let me john, finish yeah, sorry yeah sorry i, I was gonna say you sorry I Dana- daenerys isn't going to be there at the end john has already said he doesn't want it so maybe there's not you know i i maybe as i said maybe democracy rules well funnily enough the next in line would be uh bran because of course he is related to but uh, he's not he's not real anymore he's not bran stark anymore he's already well that's that. the- yeah, but the thing is, is that he is next in line on the throne mm. in succession because he's he's the nephew of Lyanna Stark, who was married to the king. Um, so I mean, he, I, he has got some claim. But to I the suppose throne. what he's saying is he's not Bran Stark. Bran no, Stark doesn't exactly. exist. Yeah, he, he's the three-eyed raven. Yeah. So um, who would it be after that? <laughs> um, well, see, this is a feudal society. Yeah. You know, it goes down the male line of succession. I don't know. You probably have to go back up. I don't. I really don't know at this point. I mean, they're, they're all dead. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone. I mean, unless you say it's Sansa. Sansa, yeah. But then, why would you know? And the, but you've had the tension between her and John, and you're not going to revisit that. Anyway. Um, anyway, I I just feel like this was a poor episode. In its in yeah. Its, it, it, in, in, it was part poor in what it delivered. Obviously, the battle scenes. You know, they, the, the guys who obviously had a great time building a set. I thought it was. Really great uh, directed episode. Really yeah. well uh, An impressive piece of television yeah. uh, way of doing things. You know, but, they use the yeah. entirety of their budget. In, in terms of the writing and the characterization, I can see your point. It's just more of the same, unfortunately. From a writing point of view, I, I, I think the whole thing has been going downhill since about series six. But... And it's Miguel Sapanik who directed this, who directed The Long Night as well. He's directed. Yeah. 
these the two episodes. I think they go to him when they want these big sort of small yeah, episodes. I think he did the Battle of the Bastards as well. Because mm-hmm. um, De- David Nutter, David Nutter's done the other, the, the other yeah, episodes. The it's um, Bainoff and Weiss are directing next week's finale as well as writing it, though. So that'd yeah. be an interesting one to look at. But yeah, so good on you, Miguel. For this. Yeah, well, well done. You should win some awards for your skills on that one. Uh, OK, so, yeah, my prediction for who will sit the Iron Throne before we say best actor. Uh, who will sit the Iron Throne? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, flipping Drogon can have it now. Um, I, I've already said I don't think there, there's going to be one. No. I don't know. I, I, for the first time in this series, I have no idea um, because every plan I've come up with so far has been dashed. So I'm going to say Drogon just for the hell of it. You know. Uh, you want to do your star of the? Yeah. Well, I'd like to hear to know to know who yours was. Who do you feel? I don't start this episode. I I haven't. I didn't. There wasn't anyone who really sort of stood out. I think um, there are, I think there are a couple of good contenders. As I said, I think Grey Worm showed the most mm, I've seen of him. All I year, didn't. All th- I didn't think him. I mean, I I, I possibly go for Jamie. I'm going to go with Tyrion just okay. because he had the scene with Varys, the scene with Jamie. Yeah. I I do feel like there was a little bit too much of the lingering shots him watching mm-hmm. the dragon. I, I think that was all a bit drawn out. But I do feel like. He he made those impassioned speeches about listening for the bells. I agree you know, with that. Yeah, I think I think Tyrion just did. I didn't understand Jamie's motivation. So, you know, but that's a bit that's a bit thespian esque. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought he he did well. And I I mean even in that little bit, Varys in his in his sort of mini ten minutes at the beginning, I thought was really really did a good job in in his impending death and knowing it was coming. I liked all that as well. Um, and I suppose I yeah, maybe as well. In her reaction shots and her, yeah, and you were right as well. Battle of the Bastards was directed by yes. uh, Miguel Sapanik. I remember and, and watching Hard- a long. I remember watching a long making of where he and, was and telling Hard you. Home as well. Well, that makes sense, as you yeah. say that he's the go-to guy with yeah. those. Um, so we're we're kind of limping towards the end of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We're not running full pelt like we wished we would have been. Um, there is going to be a special, I think it's on HBO, so I hope Scott Atlantic pick it up. There's going to be a special episode of Making Of. It's all based around the final episode and the end of, ser- the, end of the series. Mm. That looks quite interesting. I think I think this episode's about an hour and 15, hour and a half, maybe? The last episode. Think... Yeah. I yeah, think I think it's... it is around. I think it is. Um... We're going to get it extended. Um, and, and I suppose the one thing I suppose we've got to say is I don't think we'll get an introduction of new characters at this point. No. <laughs> So we are. We Unless are they do a fall back into the into the future, and we've got the next generation of, of Targaryens. And well, that's and right. Stuff. Yeah. Unless there's a bit of brand time travel. Yeah. We still haven't heard from um, uh, Marjorie, whatever her name is, uh, Reed, that uh, went with Bran all that time. Oh yeah. She, she disappeared. She could come back. Oh, and also, uh, someone pointed out on Twitter, and I mentioned it last week, um, the um, woman from Dawn passed away in the cells. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got a lot of unfinished stories to go through. Luther's wife. Luther's, uh, Luther's wife. Was she Luther's wife? Or Luther's yeah, she wife? was Luther's yeah. wife. She wasn't the lesbian lover. That was someone else. Indira right. Balmer is his name. R.I.P. 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 Right. Well, thank you very much, Matt. And we will be back at some point next week when both of us have consumed the final episode with our final Game of Thrones thoughts. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.
Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. 